0: Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show,
1: a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's
0: retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Lori
1: Ann, aka The Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us hope you enjoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a little episode here with Recharge the Soul. I am Bailey Code, one half of this podcast, and I'm here with
0: Laurie-Anne Code, the other half.
1: And we are in bed. in In Italy. In Italy. In an Italian bed. In an Italian bed in Sicily. Yes, um, recording. and you might be wondering how we got here. It's been a journey. <laughs> I feel like so much has happened since we've last recorded a podcast. That it's we were we were in our intentions were to record one because we were recently in Barcelona. We held a retreat there, uh, and we were going to record one there. And it's just been like a whirlwind, which is nothing new, it seems. And yeah, we had honestly an amazing amazing flawless effortless
0: retreat in barcelona it was just full of so much grace and ease and flow and we're oh my gosh the the women who showed up were all so ready for transformation but they were ready to let go of things that were not serving them so it was super powerful the burning bowl ceremony on the beach was incredible we had rooftop yoga uh, miracle mornings every single morning with breath work and then just we took the train which I think was super adventurous for the ladies because a lot of them had never done that before we spent um, some time in Barcelona and then we found this incredible truly life-changing villa space in a little tiny spot right outside of Barcelona so we weren't in the middle of all the crazy hustle and bustle which the ladies seemed like they were ready to have a little break from that energy so it was really special and then the chef can we talk about the chef oh
1: my god can I just explain
0: what happened yeah so
1: we were first off let me talk about this Okay, there's so many, <laughs> there's so many things I'm that so have ready. happened that it's just. So my mom and I, that one of our, um, somebody recommended before the ladies had come, it was about four days prior. We went to dinner at this beautiful restaurant right on the water in our little town called St. Paul, and um, went to dinner, and it was just like this really interesting dinner that we had for several reasons because,
0: first. We We always test everything out, first of all.
1: We always test everything out because we were thinking about taking the ladies there for dinner one night um, for like a special little dinner. And, oh my, so everything on the (laughs) menu looked very exotic, okay? And my mom and I are not the biggest seafood eaters. We're not, we're just not, it's just not our thing. And everything on the menu looked very, very uh, foreign, so (laughs) so we realized that the safest thing on the menu would be the paella uh, with red prawns which is a a popular rice dish in spain and so we both ordered that and it he put it down a beautiful restaurant five star fine dining puts it down in front of us and we looked down and it first thing that hit me was the smell of this dish the second thing that I took in were the five huge prawns staring back at me with their eyeballs. They
0: literally had eyeballs
1: and their little, (laughs) their little legs were so long, their antlers or whatever they were, they were going off of the plate and they're just
0: everywhere. (laughs) And And it was super fishy, fishy smell.
1: And so my mom takes a bite, (laughs) takes a bite of this dish. And there was these below the, prawns with the eyeballs were um these like chunks of black like yeah just black chunks and we're like oh those must be mushrooms and my mom takes a bite of the dish (laughs) I don't have a poker face I'm not very good at that walks up and she goes Oh she goes so first off like what is what are these and she pointed at the black chunks and he goes those are calamari so it's like really interesting because they're just these huge squares that were black calamari and the smell was also an added layer don't forget (laughs) about the smell in the story and so then oh no and so she looks at the waiter and she goes so how do we eat the prawn and some of you guys might be out here seasoned prawn eyeball eaters and we just didn't know where to start so bear with us so she asks him how do I eat this and he didn't speak any English really so he it was like a, a charades. So mm-hmm. she he would tell her to pull the head off. So she went and pulled the head off, and all of this juice just came out of this this little prawn uh, into our little rice dish. And so I was witnessing all of this, and mm. he, got, he encouraged her to go on. So she <laughs> decided to then take apart the body and got into like where the shrimp was, and he encouraged her on. And smiled and said, go on. And then she pulled the shrimpy little thing up apart from the body. And there's this little black thing that vein, with the shrimp. And then she held it in her hands. And she looked up at him like, is he going to have me eat it? And he goes, go on. And she puts it in her mouth. And the the, they I just the smell, the face, the juice, the vein, the legs, the eyeballs. It was horrible. It was just so that was all going on. And we decided we're trying our best to to move through that with Grace. And then we get a message from our chef who is coming in to cook for the retreat and she's sick. And she was saying that she will doesn't think she's going to be able to make the retreat. So, it, so we're dealing with that, and then we messaged Janet, who our is, business manager, who is our angel, saving grace. A lot of the times, so we're like, "Hey, we have, you know, our chef has is not coming, and the ladies are arriving in four days." And she helped us in so many different ways immediately. You know, she loves research, so she sent us a bunch of different sites, and it was really funny because, you know, we ended up leaving that dinner, which was an emotional roller coaster ride for many reasons and we're walking and I just started praying out loud and I was like, can, hi, like, can you bring us a chef that is within alignment with our work, that is healthy, that is joyful, that is like puts love into their food and naming all of these things that we're really wanting in the chef. And, and I put my hands together in a prayer, and I say, and so it is. And then we hear my mom's phone go, ding. And it was a message from this chef from this website that Janet, our business manager, has sent us. And we started talking with her and did an interview with her the next day. And she, oh, my God. She was amazing. Incredible. She was incredible. She was probably, like, it could have not have went any better. Mm-hmm. The type of person she was, the energy that she brought to the retreat, you know, we all did, like, almost a standing ovation for her at the end on our we last did. dinner because she was so... We were just so amazed bringing us ginger shots,
0: desserts. Organic food. Organic food. All so locally sourced. So yeah. loving. so much. Yeah. And go to the Mercados every day to look the La Boqueria, to get fresh fresh produce for us. It was... Like, and then we we were eating. We were sitting at the table eating, and she, she goes, you know, I think we need a little sauce. So... So everybody's just looking at her and she goes into the kitchen and she whips up this delicious, delicious sauce. How did she do that? Like we kept like, we kept looking at each other and go, where did she come from? She's like this Mm -hmm. magical being. Yeah. And this, that was like the, honestly, the third
1: time that we had lost a chef right before a retreat. Mm -hmm. And we, we do not panic because we know everything always works out. And it was honestly the best case scenario and my main point with this whole story is that you know we have free will and you get to ask for help when there is something that is you're needing assistance with or you're needing clarity or you're feeling a little bit lost you can ask for help and what's what do you have to lose and every single time that we have really ask for help. Even if it's like before you're going to sleep and you're like, please help me just get a good night's sleep. I haven't been sleeping well. I'm I'm hoping like just have me wake up feeling refreshed. And it's amazing how you will get the deepest sleep when you ask. And so we always ask for help within these situations, and it was just so funny. Like, of course, her phone—I'm not joking. Literally, it pinged right, right when, when she said, said,
0: "And so it is," and then it goes ping.
1: Yeah, and so it was just so—it's just so beautiful because every time we've lost a chef, it has been replaced with um, better, with better in a way, <laughs> and I it, mean, you yeah. know, with something that is just more ease and flow, and we can look back and at alignment at what we had. Um, I guess, booked before and we're like, well, this is how we were kind of trying to make it fit and it wasn't supposed to fit nothing against that person that was coming, but it was just with the scenario, you know, and so it was, it's really, that was one thing that had happened.
0: Yeah, just such a incredible reminder that life is working for you. The universe is working for you. And if you don't ask, they don't know how to help you. They're like, oh, there she is. She's just flopping around like a little fish out of water. She could just ask us to put her back in the ocean so she could swim freely. But instead we we wrestle around with ourselves. So it was that was just like such a clear example about how there are no accidents. And soon as Bailey finished her prayer, it was like, Ping, we had so many. So many incidences like that. So, somebody on the boat, they were serving cava, uh, cava, which is like an Italian champagne. And one of the ladies said, You know, I'm really not interested in drinking anymore. And her, her, literally, a wind came along and picked up her glass and blew it into the sea. Literally, just picked it up and blew it into the sea. It's like we're so powerful. We're so powerful. So, watching what you, what you're saying, what you focus on expands, first of all, and what you talk about, like your words are so powerful. So what you talk about comes about. So that was a really incredible retreat, which I always feel so sad when we leave, not because I'm not in love with my life, but I feel like we have such a connection with all the ladies. And we take a piece of them with us and so i have to call back my energy and get back into my own body and then we caught a pl- caught a plane and now we're over in sicily because we are doing a retreat and sicily in italy next fall so we wanted wanted to look at do some research and so we're looking at we have th- narrowed it down to three three different villas so the next few days we're going to be looking at those and then we fly home but in the meantime, it has just been um, such a such a, a journey of alignment for us. And Bailey and I always talk about how it's not luck, it's alignment. And so how are you aligning yourself in your life? What are you saying? What are you consuming? Again, we always come back to what you're consuming. Who are you around? What is your energy? We're like little sponges. What is your energy being influenced by? And what are you eating? What are you watching? What are you reading? How is that affecting you? Or do you have a practice? So Bailey, what does that mean to you? When we say it's not luck, it's alignment. Mm, I mean, with me
1: personally, within my own life, it it helped me so much, this one little quote, because it makes such sense. And the thing about there was this like thing going around with on social media that was called the lucky girl syndrome and though I love that idea at the same time when we rely solely on luck or when we look at other people and what they have maybe it's something that we want to experience within our own lives and we say oh they're so lucky and in a way it gives away our power in a sense of of having that ourselves. And so when we say it's and recognize and honor that it is the power of alignment, then it puts the power back into our hands of really, you know taking some personal responsibility for the ways that we're, we're meeting the universe halfway and doing the work and and taking responsibility for our lives. Uh, and it, it also asks us in the ways in which maybe we self-lie or we ignore the elephant in the room or we escape the, the answers that we already know to be true. We all know deep down when we're doing something or acting in a way or, or feeding into a certain direction that is not in alignment with the way that we really want to go. And it doesn't mean that it's always easy right to, to to switch that focus into breathing that energy into the spaces that feed our our dreams and our desires and who we want to be in this life really that's really what it comes down to is integrity and who do you want to be what do you want to be known for like what kind of energy you want to bring into a room and so when we ask ourselves how can we get into more alignment it allows us to take every single, like, microsp- microscopic, <laughs> those little moments throughout our day to, to get closer and closer and closer to the person that we want to be because it's not about these huge, we see these huge moments other people are experiencing, whether it's, like, winning awards or, or stepping more into a career that they're passionate about or a home or relationships, but we forget all the little moments that led up to those bigger moments that they chose differently that they did the work behind the scenes when nobody was watching that they didn't hit the snooze on the alarm and they got up there's all these little moments that led up to that that moment that we deem lucky and so yeah i think it's just for me it was a clear it's a clear step by step process and on how to get really in alignment with what it is that you want even for example for me like you know I'm I'm single and I'm very very I don't want to like settle in a lot of areas with whoever is going to end up becoming my partner like I, I really want a partner that takes care of himself that isn't emotionally and spiritually open and and takes care of himself in that way as well and passionate about something all this list right but It's not fair of me to to be very picky on all those aspects within himself if I'm not showing up to that plate as well. If I'm not taking care of myself spiritually, emotionally and physically, if I'm not going after my passions, the things that light me up in this world, if I'm not feeling like if I'm not open minded to the ways and way in which maybe I'm I'm not the Like my my shadow side of myself, does that do you get what I'm trying to say? So that was just a beautiful Mm -hmm. little example in the ways that, you know, I had to get really honest with myself about the partying scene. I don't really want somebody that's out in the party scene all the time and Mm -hmm. and that's not really where I find myself at all anymore. So getting looking at the things that maybe haven't came into your life yet and asking yourself, Well, am I in alignment with those?
0: And, and that is such a great point. And you're, some of you might be asking, how do I know if I'm in alignment? Well, you have little whispers that come along the way that go, you know, that feels right. Maybe I should go in that direction. And the opposite thing, a little whisper that says, no, it's time, like what Bailey was talking about for her, it's time to maybe go in a different direction with the partying scene. Like it was just, mm-hmm. you know, it really... Are there these whispers that happen? And so you go, oh gosh, that that whisper's calling me over there. You go, but I'm too afraid to go in that direction. I'm not worthy enough, or I don't feel like I can do what she does because she's got it all together. Or, oh, who am I to even think that I might be able to have a life that's bigger than what I'm living? And what I want to tell you is that those little whispers are the breadcrumbs to where you're supposed to be going. The whispers are guiding you. And it will come as a whisper if you're, and, uh, to go in a different direction as well. And then it will come as a shake. And we talk about this and then it'll come as a slap in the face. And then if you're still not listening, you're on the floor, you've hit a brick wall. Maybe you're having a, I, this actually happened to me. I was I thought I was having a mental breakdown because I wasn't listening. And this was back, um, around 2008, I was not listening And so I literally thought I was having a nervous breakdown, which I probably was pretty darn close to having one. And I needed to redirect because I didn't listen at the whisper. I was too, um, too afraid to let go of things that I thought were serving me, but actually they were just numbing me out. Mm -hmm. And so in the process, what it, what it did was as I, I started to rebuild, say, oh, I'm going to. I'm going to do this. I'm going to learn through joy. I'm going to learn through laughter. I'm going to learn through following the leader, finding other mentors. It's was hard. it been hard to find other mentors, but I do find it in writings and podcasts and uh, other people who are in alignment with their lives. And looking at that and going, oh, that, that she's in alignment, I feel it energetically. And that's what I want for myself.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great, great tool because... Even today I was feeling, you know, we're in a city in Sicily and I think that we've had so much movement lately and I can feel this huge expansion coming literally right around the corner. And so my, I'm wanting to go, like I'm just, I'm, I'm in my practices but I still have moments of just feeling out of sorts and I want you to know that if you're going through a transformation of any sort or any shift or any expansion, you're going to feel a little bit rocky through it. You're trying to find your way. And so I'm starting to feel that feeling again of this expansion because we are shifting things, which we'll go into, um, in a second, but I put on, you know, I have a astrologer that I listen to and I was getting ready. Cause after we film this podcast, we we're going to go and, uh, walk around and maybe grab a bite to eat and, and sort some things out. But I put her on because her voice and what she talks about and the way that she lives her vi- life aligns with me and it puts me back into a mental space that feels really, really inspired, like inspirational to me mm-hmm. and also very calming and it like levels out my frequency. That's the that's the best way that I can describe it's a it. It's the perfect description. So it kind of puts you back into alignment really quick when I was feeling... Yeah, just a little bit disconnected from myself. So podcasts are huge. Uh, Following people on social media, because I want to mention this really quick. Sometimes when we are out of alignment, it's because or we're or maybe we're we're scared to step into more alignment with a new direction. And it's because we get stuck with these stories that we identify with, say, for example, you know, back in 2019, I was bartending but I really was drawn to a lot of this work. Like I, was, I would be biking to work and I'd be listening to a podcast all about spirituality or about astrology or living in flow, like all of these really kind of... Uh,
0: po- Vibrational. Yeah, podcasts
1: Vib- that are, are have to do a lot with what we teach now. I was, mm-hmm. I've been listening to that since I was in high school. But in 2019 when I was bartending... I had a hard time stepping more into that route, like talking more about it on my social media or looking into certifications within uh, teachings or yoga teaching or breath or all that stuff, because I was identifying with the story so much of, no, I'm a bartender. No, I'm a teacher. No, I'm a, I'm a mom. No, I'm a whatever it may be, whatever the story is that we tell ourselves that we we have to stay in that lane because this is who I've been. And so when I let go of that identity, who will I be without that identity? Now I'm searching in the dark again, Mm -hmm. which maybe you have a direction, but you're not sure what the path is yet. So I think that letting go of those that we have to identify with something in this life in order to feel security within ourselves is uh, a false narrative that you get to explore and be curious in this life and not be attached to any labels And know that you're allowed to ebb and flow. And when you have a calling for a new uh, something, whether it's more expansion, whether it's something completely fresh. A new career. A new career. Leaving a relationship. Yeah, maybe finally opening yourself up for a new relationship. Mm -hmm. Know that you can trust those little nudgings within you and that you can... Start to embody it a little, little by little, by just those little moments throughout your day where you're choosing different, where you're choosing the type of person that lives within that desire or that dream within your head. Like, what does she
0: look like? What does he look like when he's walking within that day to day? And it's when you're shedding a skin, when you're going into a new season and shedding your old skin, it can be painful. It can also make you feel emotional. It can make you want to sleep more. You can, you can be, um, it can be confusing. Even you're going, what's going on with me? Why am I feeling like this? And it could be just that you're leaving an old, an old story, an old identity behind you. So I, I really love looking at, um, other people who just, uh, with that energy that I'm, that, so that just grounds me when I'm moving through this type of energy, because, um, we are doing something We're where we are in the middle of a huge expansion. We are both feeling it. Um, we were feeling it starting about six months ago, and then it all came together in the past few months. And we've talked about it a couple of times, but we are doing the retreat leader program and we will be sending out more details the first week of October when we're back home And it's an opportunity for people either, A, there's two choices. A, learn how to do retreats like Bailey and I do and put your own intentions and your own subject matters and things that are you're passionate about behind them. So maybe it's couples retreats. Maybe it's I'm working with trauma. There's so many different types of retreats out there and learn how to do it so that you can have more grace and ease and flow. Like not just the structure of it but also like the legalities of it have all your paperwork in alignment i mean things that we've learned the hard way we don't want you to have to do so we're going to be sharing all of those in our course and so if you're interested in that that's one piece of it the second piece of it is that some of you will have the opportunity to join our team which we are super excited about and all of it is part of the retreat leader course that we're going to be teaching January 5th, 6th, and 7th in Sacramento in person, and um, we also will have an online course, but um, the in-person one, I feel is going to be, I always learn better in person. I feel like, I know there's a lot of wonderful online courses that, and this one that we're teaching will be fantastic, but if you could at all come, we'll be sending out more information um, regarding that, and I'll be sending that out the first week. So please message me or Bailey and let us know you're interested in that. But in that process of us having this huge download and knowing that this is bringing in a lot of expansion because we're going to be having a larger team than we have already, we are getting all of our um, necessary things in order so that we can really bring you the best of the best. Mm -hmm.
1: I think anything to deal with if... This work, what I've learned over the three years of doing it, and for whoever is considering maybe running retreats themselves or wanting to be a part of our team, it's really, really important to do your own work behind the scenes. Absolutely, that has been the biggest thing that I've learned. Is no matter where I'm at, no matter who I'm around, no matter what's going on around me, I know how to keep myself. Level, I know how to go inward and and connect back with me and and not allow the external world to have me shaken up because you know you have to and people really energy is so real okay and you know people know when you're not in your authentic expression. Mm They know when it's not clear. And somebody's going to resonate with your authentic expression, and somebody is not going to resonate with your authentic expression. But it's a matter of figuring out how to delay and take off all of the masks that we have learned to put on, depending on who's in front of us, and, you know, learning to really be in your own. And so, yeah, I think that listening to podcasts such as this that share the same kind of information or input or perspective is a really beautiful place to start on to really getting clear on how it feels to be in your body when your nervous system is regulated when when you're not looking or attaching to stories and when you're really in alignment with the person that is stepping into that role or that like we said earlier that desire of where you see yourself going, what what your calling is, what is pulling at your heartstrings.
0: So we are in this in our Palermo apartment, cut under the covers from our tablecloths because they didn't have enough blankets. So we found to make it a way to make it work, and we are really just feeling grateful. And I want you to know that that always, always is the secret sauce. Gratitude is always when you can come back to gratitude, it will help also lead the way because the, the angels are up there just going, oh, she's grateful. I'm going to open up a new path. I'm going to whisper in her ear one more time because she's listening. So it's just like any other relationship. The more that you pay attention to it, the louder it gets. And um, we're just really excited to share all the new things with you that we have coming with Recharge. I just, uh, I'm grateful for my daughter. It was National Daughters Day. So if you have a daughter out there, tell her you love her. And Bailey um, knows I love her to the moon and back again. So thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys for listening and being here with us and
1: on this journey together. Sending you all the love. All the love. And we'll talk to you soon.